Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome inside another episode of Garage Door Sports. We are now on episode 24 of the podcast, going strong here. Nick McVicker joined, as always, by my good buddy, Justin Rapier. How you doing today, Justin? Not too bad, not too bad. It's coming from the rink, so I'm thawing out a little bit. Yeah, it was a good weekend of hockey for you? Good and bad. Good and bad. Yeah, kids are... Uh, Kids were a little temperamental with the effort, so I had to skate them last night, which was fun. Yeah, fair enough. It's a great hey. thing. Of, it's a great thing about coaching now, eh, is you get to skate them and stand there and watch them and just smile. Yeah, and hey, I mean the Leafs won too. They beat Boston. Yeah, on a goal that shouldn't have counted, but oh, we'll, we can debate that one later. Even as a Leafs fan, I was like, hey, I know that little, one shouldn't have counted. Come on, like you guys need to figure out what you're doing there. But uh, this week we are joined by a friend of the show, a brand new soccer analyst, joining us all the way from Ottawa, Ontario. Irfan Manji, how you doing today, Irfan? Doing well, Nick. Thanks for having me, boys. I'm excited, excited. And I'm sorry we talked about the Leafs game. I know you're a Bruins fan, so I bet that one hurt a little bit. I, I'm, I'm glad you guys said that you didn't uh, didn't agree with the goal because, like, what was it? Monk? Huh. I don't know. Sorry, I was in a library on the quiet floor yelling at my laptop. So boy. I'm surprised Rask didn't throw a <laughs> stick again. I was I was waiting for Rask 3.0 on Stickhawks. Oh, I thought he I, was going to. Yeah. I thought it was a flip-off moment this time because that was a bad call. That was. Cujo, that was a bad. running into the ref, 2.0? <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. Rask has a video of him running into the board swinging his stick, so I bet that would have been just as hilarious. Temper tantrum if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, since we have you on, Irfan, I want to talk some soccer with you. So Justin is going to probably jump out of this segment for a little bit. but I'll leave it to the pros on this one. Yeah. So let's let's get started. You and me are both sure, EPL fans, bud. We are United and fans. Both United and a little bit Liverpool fans, but mostly United yeah. fans. Yeah. So I know you watch about as much EPL as I do, possibly more, because I am super busy with work lately and I haven't been able to watch many games. But, yeah. But let's get right into it. So the table's looking pretty interesting. I mean, yeah. you got... City sitting 13 points clear with a game in hand as of right now. United sitting in second. Liverpool third. Spurs yep. fourth. Chelsea fifth. Arsenal sixth. Yep. It's yeah, the top six that, that you changing. kind of expect. Yeah, I don't see that changing yeah. much. Um, going down a little bit further. Burnley, Leicester, Everton, Watford, Bournemouth, Brighton, West Ham, Huddersfield, Newcastle, Southampton, and Crystal Palace are all separated by 10 points. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Oh, sorry. Add Swansea in there. They're also in. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're in there. But yeah. they are in a relegation yeah. spot right now due to goal yeah. differential. And Stoke and West Brom round out the bottom two. Yeah. It's, it's a different table. Yeah. Yeah. It's Other than City, it has been a lackluster year for the EPL. And yet, yeah. looking in the Champions League, we have five teams still Alive? Four? One, two, five is alive. Yeah, no, they're all alive right now. One, two, three. Yeah, we have five. That's ridiculous. Because yeah. in the season, well, I guess they're just beating up in each other in the season other than yeah. City. Yeah. I want to I ask you, though, because I know you looked into this a little bit. MVPs for each team is a big thing, uh, mostly for fans of each team. They want to know who their MVP is. I want to start at the oh, yeah. bottom, work our way up, because I know we're not probably sure. not going to talk much about the bottom teams very much. Let's. Okay. I want to hear your MVPs going up. So well, let's start with uh, to first. yeah. Yeah, let's start uh, with West, West Brom. Brom. Yeah. Yeah, I think Johnny Evans. He's been a hot commodity. You know, Arsenal wants him. City wanted him, but like he's just been stand out. Like 
they have nothing going for them, unfortunately. And they lost Pulis midseason, so yeah. uh, I see them dropping. I see them dropping. Oh, there, there's no way I think they stay up. And I, I would totally agree with that Johnny Evans because he's a yeah. – first of all, he's a former United player. He got – he kind of just lost his spot. So he, he mm-hmm. is a outstanding defender on a not-so-good team, and I kind of feel bad for him. But he's played well. He, he, he brings that – he's not completely in the man vintage. But he no. brings that sort of level to the game, especially for a team Agreed. not in the top six. Yeah, agree. Let's move up. Yeah. Uh, I think Stoke is next on our list. Who do you have for their yeah. MVP? I did. It was between two guys. Stoke also hasn't been very good this year, and it's it's been sad to see. But I yeah. think I'm looking at Peter Crouch just because he's old, and <laughs> man's just exciting every time he gets on the ball. And you know that Stoke's going to keep lobbing it over to him. Of course, because that's uh, all they have. But yeah, or Jordan Chukiri. Okay, um, I, I like both of those. I actually think that their MVP, in in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, is uh, Zuma. Kurt Zuma, who's oh, a Chelsea yeah. uh, Loney. He's played yeah, really well for them. Better. He's kind of been yeah. their their only s- solid player coming from the back. So Yeah, like you would think it would be Ryan Shawcross, but it hasn't. He, has, like, he it, hasn't had a been, great season. No, he's been okay, no, think, just not a great season. No, you're, I, I agree with Zuma there as well. Um, based on the games I, I caught, I think Shakiri and Crouch were the ones that did it for me. Oh, yeah. No, they're they're good players. I'm not yeah. denying that at all. I just, in my opinion, I thought Zuma may have had like a better overall year. Um, yeah, moving sure. up, Swansea is next. Yeah. And I think you had two for this one as well, didn't you? I did. I I, I picked the coach, the new guy, um, Carlo Ball. Yeah. Um, he changed the atmosphere. They're bringing in the second IU brother. Um, or you can even go with Leon Britton, who during that whole transition between coaches, I think his voice, his locker room leadership is oh, important yeah. to Swansea. And it's unfortunate that they're, you know, in 18th now, but over the last couple of weeks, they, they were not in the drop zone. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting year. Um, I would also throw Tammy Abraham's name in there, another, mm, yeah. another part of the Chelsea loan squad. Yeah, who ha- happen Man, to be on like every team? Either, eh? <laughs> They're on every team apparently. Um, uh, they just don't keep them on the big boys, right? Well, they have a decent team on the big boys. That's the issue. They do. Yeah. So let's yeah. move up. You got Crystal Palace next. Uh, I went Wilfred Saha. He's been consistent all year. He's been that plug on that team that moves up and down the pitch and looks deadly every time he touches the ball. Yeah, I, I can see that. My uh, Mine was going to be Luca Milo. I can't say his name. Milo Vojic. Yeah. He's been yeah. good. He's been really good. I think with Hodgson there, Zaha picked up his play even better. Oh, yeah. And I think it has to probably do with that World Cup coming around the corner. and Him wanting to play oh. in it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's move up. Southampton. Uh, it's been a bit of a disappointment for me. Yeah. I haven't really enjoyed any of their guys. I mean, I'd probably go with Bertrand just yeah. because I was potential left back for England. I mean, again, I know we're I'm skipping ahead with the World Cup, but England's weak on the left side and I think he's one of the players yeah. to look at. I was gonna go Bertrand yeah. too, so you're not yeah. you're not reaching on that one. Um no. Newcastle is our next one, another disappointing disappointing uh, I, bl- I blame ownership here. Uh, Rafa Benitez hasn't been my MVP. He's kept them playing decent football, and I wish he got more money. And I think if Newcastle drops at any point in time or dips at any point in time, I think Rafa would be 
a coach for certain teams to look at. Oh yeah. Um, another guy that I might put in there, like an actual player, would be John Joe Shelby. And I don't like yeah. him because he is a dirty player sometimes. <laughs> but the guy, the guy yeah. can play midfield very well. He's a defenseman. Yeah. He can play that really well too. He's, he's probably been defense. their best player. He's probably been yeah. their best player, but that's not yeah. really saying a whole lot because they have been no absolutely brutal this year. Uh, I don't know if he caught the United Newcastle game a couple of weeks ago, but I caught part of it. Gale played really well that game. Oh yeah, and he's coming. Well, they've had game. they've had a couple players yeah. play good once in a while. Yeah, but I think Shelby, with what Rafa needs from that team, has been agreed. Yeah, consistent. Yeah. yeah, let's move up. Uh, we're now at Huddersfield. Um, I would say Aaron Moy. Agree, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Aaron Moy, in my opinion, through last year, coming up this year, being big in every game against the top six, like hundred percent. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think anyone else on that team could be the MVP. Like, it has to no. be Moy. I mean, I give Wagner some credit for building a solid defensive line. But other than that, Darren. Yeah, I agree. I, I'll agree to that. Um, moving on up, West Ham. I think there's only um, one answer for this one, in my opinion. Yeah, go for it. Arnautovic. Yeah, he's been yeah. their best player. Yeah. Like, he didn't start off well. Um, no. So I had Ch- I had Chicharito written down for that, but the minute Moyes came and said, you got to fight for your spot all over again. Um, yeah. For sure. Agreed. Agreed. And I love Chicharito, but I think Arnautovic yeah. has just been better. He's found his found his game for sure. Yeah, that's what um, they paid him for. Yeah. Moving up, one more Brighton and Hove Albion BHA. Um, Lewis Dunk. Lewis Dunk. Yeah. Defense. I can yeah. see that he's been good. He's been he's been big. Like when they need him to play, he's been there. Oh yeah. The other guy um, I would say is Shane Duffy. He's played really well in some oh, of the yeah. big games. So. Yeah. But they they've had yeah they're agreed. One more up. What are we at now? Sure. We are at Bournemouth, finishing yeah. up the bottom ten. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'd say Eddie Howe, the coach. He's brought out yeah great, great plays out of the guys. Like last year with bringing Wilshire in, they looked good. Um, this year, he's just they'll be where they are. They're not going to move up or down. But no, they'll stay like, in the middle, like, which is good. Oh yeah. They got I a like couple. They got a couple young guys too. Uh, Nathan Ake, another. I think he's a Chelsea, Another Chelsea send-off. Boy. I don't yeah. know if he's a loan either yeah. or a send-off. Oh, but... no, yeah. He's a send-off, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I would honestly argue that their biggest contribution has come from Begovic, the goalie, Asmir Begovic. At the back end. Oh, yeah. 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 But like, Eddie, Eddie Howe saw the fact that but he didn't work out at Stoke, didn't work out at Chelsea. Oh, no. Like, he's brought him in. Yeah. Um, so, sure. who do you think goes down? Before we get into the top ten, who do you think is the bottom three at the end of the year? Mm, I think West Brom. I agree. Um, I think Crystal Palace drops down. That was See, my. I, I was. A, it, I have no issue with that. I think Crystal Palace has struggled, and I don't think they will survive. They're like to me, it's like Sunderland for the last couple of years, where they were like dangling at the bottom every year. It's right there, finally, sort of thing. Yeah. Dropped. Yeah, yeah that's um, and then either Swansea or Southampton, they both have not been convincing at all. No. So you think Stoke battles their way out? I think so. I, I give I give Stoke just because of the quality that they have with Zuma, with Shawcross finding his way. Yeah, uh, Shirin Shakiri, like they they have a good team. It's just 
I, I don't know why they're stuck down there. That's fair. All right. Yeah. Let's move up into the top 10. Um, of course. We'll, we'll fly through the first four here. Watford, who's your MVP? Um, it was uh, Abdu, Abdule. Abdule. Uh, yeah, Abdule or, or Charleston or something. He, they're, they're two attacking players. That's, yeah. Yeah, they've been I can good. see that. Um, yeah. I probably will uh, – I'll probably lean Richarlson, but – They've both they've uh, both been good. Like you, I don't think you can have, really argue with that. So. They have, and then I know I'll that something that Arsenal could look at. Yeah. In the summer, if they need something. Oh, agree, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, um, and I think what's yeah. yeah. Let's move up. Uh, go to Everton. Uh, I think there's yeah, only Pilates. really. I think there's two answers to this one. So, but. Yeah, I think Wayne has been great coming back home. Yeah, good for him. I'm glad he had a good uh, year. I'm I'm really happy. I mean, I'm sad not to see him as the number ten at United for all those years. But he would he wouldn't fit into the squad right now, so no, I'm okay no, with him playing home. at Everton. Home. Uh, and then Yannick Bellassi, I think, coming back from injury has been he's been fun to watch. Okay, that's not who I would have picked, but as who my second, second it would have been uh, Adrius Ganagay. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, I, I guess Bellassi has had a good year. I just didn't even realize it. I thought. Yeah. I, well, I think he was he was out for because of his knee or something, and then came back, and it's just been a yeah. fixture in Allardyce's lineup. So it's been Agreed. good to see him. Yeah. Um. All right. Leicester sitting in eighth right now. Uh, Jimmy Vardy. Yeah. Only because like the man scored against every top sixteen this season. Yeah, I think it. I think it comes down to him, Mares or Indidi. Yeah. Um. I'm, I don't know. I'm not sold on Mars's attitude just because of Oh, no, his attitude's fans. terrible, but as a player, yeah. he's played well. As a player, yeah. It's not the same strength that he was at when they won the, the title, but, but Vardy and uh, Riyadh is just the, the, the top two for sure. I agree. Now, the biggest surprise in the top ten. Oh, yeah. Burnley sitting in seven. Um, I give it to the coach again. I know, I know I've been doing that a few times, but he's... Like even without Michael Keane in the lineup, yeah, um, the big marquee defender, Burnley has been able to surprise a lot of teams, yeah. and I think it has to do with him being organized and him getting the best out of his. Unfortunate to say, but his bottom half team. Yeah, and to be honest, their leading scorer has four goals. Like, yeah, they have a nice balanced attack, which is good. Uh, I might yeah. lean towards Sam Folks as a player yeah. being important to the team because he adds that. Uh, offensive ability, but he does. It it's yeah. been a very balanced team all year. I think that's why they're sitting in seventh. So, and you know what? They're able to take points off of the big boys. Like they took it off uh, City earlier this month. Like he's found ways to get the best out of them, and I like the way they are. Yeah, no, they, they yeah, they've been sure. good. So, um, all right, now we're into the big six, the big boys. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Arsenal. Who is your MVP oh. for Arsenal? They've just been disappointing. I think I originally put uh, Hector Bellerin or uh, Alexander Lacazette, but nobody on the Gunners really has played well or consistent. For Alexis Sanchez would have been my pick. Yeah, but it was Sanchez's attitude that like he kept giving up in games, and that's because the whole team gave up. To be honest, yeah. 
That's true. Uh, I think Wenger Wenger needs to. Yeah, that needs to end. That needs to to go. They need some fresh, fresh, fresh coaching, fresh injection of energy. Oh yeah, agreed. Um, Chelsea currently sitting Uh, in the playoff spot of the Europa Europa. League, not even champions, but no, they dropped down. Um, Willian or Aspilicueta? Really? They. Yeah, uh, I feel like just because he's played everywhere in the back line. Yeah. And Williams scored some big goals over the last couple of weeks, and he looked dangerous going forward. I'm mean, going to guess you're thinking Hazard here. Oh, yeah. I think he's the best oh, yeah. player on that team, and I think he's shown 100%. it all yeah. season. Um, yeah. He didn't look good today against United just because he, they kind of shut him down. But No, no. But what are you going to do? Um, He'll Tottenham? find this one. He'll... Uh, one man only. Is that the front there? Oh, uh, the big guy? Harry Kane. There's, there's no denying he's the best Spurs player. Yeah. Larice has been good. Ali's been yeah. okay. Erickson's been, been good. Yeah. Dyer's even been good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Harry Kane, uh, Harry Kane is definitely showing up, leading the league in scoring. He, I think he'll break Alan Shearer's record of most goals by an Englishman. I hope so. That'd be cool to see. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, moving on up, third spot, Liverpool. I think this has Muhammad one answer Salah. as well. Yeah, Salah. There's no doubt about it. He's Firmino he's has been very good too recently, yes. but yeah. all season it has to be Salah. It's just every time Salah touches the ball, you're like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah, you know? he makes yeah. every team think. Yes. Um, yes, and then. Uh, yeah, go for it. I was just going to say, uh, last two, we got United, and I think this one's Dav- easy. David De Gea. It has to be. has yeah, to be. He's kept them in the game. He's kept them in everything. Like, if you caught the Sevilla game midweek, he made huge, huge saves. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I, a lot of people want to say Pogba is the most important player on the team because when he's out, they don't look the same, which is true. I would yeah. say Lukaku's played well. Matic has been... Uh, revelation in that midfield. Yes. But you have to go with the Hale. Everything that this man has done yes. all year is beyond what a lot of people would have expected. So, As good as Sergio Romero is, there's no way he's making acrobatic things the way De Gea does. No, but no to way. be honest, I love Romero as a backup. And a I do too. Cup, yeah. cup keeper, like he looks perfect. He's perfectly set up in this position. I don't I hope he doesn't go anywhere because he just fits so well. But yes. he's good enough to start. That's the thing. He is. So. He is good enough to start, but De Gea, there's no doubt. No. On this team, he's not good enough to start, but on most no. teams, he'd start. So. Oh, probably. Um. All right. Now it's the other, the evil empire. City. 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 Hi. The Kevin DeBrano. It has to be. He's and, He's the best player in the league this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, by far. De Gea is a close second, I think. I don't think it's by far, yeah. but De Bruyne is the best f- outfield yes. player on the team, you know, yes. on the league. Yes. Yeah, um, but I think everyone's finding their way under Pep. Like he's getting the best out of them. And oh, for sure. That city, that city team's just running away. I, I think they're one of the best teams to ever play. I'm sorry. In the Did you just league. say starting to run away? They're 13 points clear. Ah. <sighs> uh, uh, They've been running away since September. But, I mean, a little hope for the other guys, right? <laughs> yeah, they've got 
they've got what? 11 games left? Yeah. Thir- uh, 13, 13 points, points up. Ahead, game in hand. It's over. Yeah, it's been over there. for a while. I think even when, I think it was like, what, three weeks ago that Mourinho said, yeah, the league's done. We're we're finished. We're fighting for second now. Like, it's it was true. The, it was a Spurs loss uh, end of January, I think. That's when he came yeah. out and said, yeah, that's it. So yeah, it was about three, four weeks ago, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah. The, the league's done. Like, City won it. We're going for second now." For sure. All right. So maintaining that quickly, I want to hear what you say is the top six finishing spots. Who finishes where? Uh, City, of course. Uh, I think Arsenal six. I know I'm jumped back down there, but uh, I predict Liverpool over United, um, and I think Spurs in fourth, uh, Chelsea fifth. Yeah, so basically the same, and then you had United and Liverpool's flipped, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, that's a toss-up. I think regardless of what, that's the six that are going to stay in top six. It just depends on where they finish. Yeah, that's fair. I I disagree that Liverpool and United are flipping. I think United will stay second. Yeah. Just because with... Pogba being healthy, McTominay playing well, Matic playing yeah. well, having Sanchez as another attacking option, Martial, Rashford. Like, I just don't yeah. see Liverpool being as good as a total team. So Fair. But, I mean, if you look at Liverpool's next slate of games, I think they get United in a week and a half or something, and then Chelsea towards the end. So, I mean... Yeah, I, I, I think they have the easier schedule overall, but yeah. I think United is just good enough to handle to pull it out yeah yeah i mean they're only i think they they play you city in two weeks time i think we said or no sorry april 7th april april 7th so yeah i mean that's that's going to be a tough match but other than that you play west ham crystal palace swansea west brom yeah bournemouth yeah Yeah. watford i mean like uh, you know what i can't disagree with you there either i think i think the top six will kind of just stay as is like i don't i don't see a whole lot of movement yeah me neither all right well quickly i want to jump over to champions league because it finally returned thank god it's been a while and nice to see the big boys yeah and five english squads playing none of them playing each other no by the way having all like five english teams yeah it's it's very i don't know if it's a first but it's very rare I know we've had four when Liverpool, yeah. Chelsea, Arsenal, United were dominating. So that that'll, that's it's good to watch. And going forward, Liverpool is up five nil on Porto, which I think will be uh, fine. Uh, yeah. Real with a three one lead over PSG. Neymar yeah. got hurt today in league oh. play, so I think yeah. Real will win that tie as well. Okay. City yeah. up four nothing on Basel. Yeah, go figure. Um, <laughs> Tottenham Juventus tied at two, heading back to Wembley. So they yeah. got the two away goals. So right now, Juvent- or Tottenham's through, which is cool. Yes. But Juventus is always a tough out. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, United coming home tied zero to zero. Yeah. Which they did not play well, in my opinion, against Sevilla. No, you would expect them with the names on that roster to. To get a goal no, they played defensive and they, they didn't even try to be offensive, and they had so much possession and they just didn't do yeah. anything with it. And it was like, all right, you just gotta 
chalk it up to Mourinho being Mourinho trying to get through. I mean, Mourinho's content with one goal wins, so. Yeah, so whatever. Good yeah. for him. He got he got his draw. Um, Shakhtar up 2-1 heading back to Rome over Roma. Yeah. I think yeah. I think this is the only one that is a upset. I think Shakhtar actually beats Roma in the in the draw. Yeah, I can see that happening. That pace of that Shakhtar team is they're good. They're young. They're actually it's weird. They're they're an odd mixture of young and old. Yes. So they that'll be interesting. Bayern five one over Besiktas. The Kyle yep. Laren saga ending point. So. Yeah. They are fine, I think. <laughs> no offense, Besiktas. I don't see them putting in six goals in Istanbul. We don't see we don't see uh, Pepe scoring five goals for Besiktas there. No, not a chance. <laughs> he might uh, get one, but he's nah, a defender. He's not supposed to like, score. I don't and then, think Besiktas scores. And then the other surprise for me was the uh, Chelsea one-one draw with Barcelona, and I know it was Stamford Bridge. The yeah. real surprise to me was that it was one-one. I could yeah. see them drawing at Stamford Bridge, no problem. I'm just surprised Chelsea was able to score because I knew yeah. that they were going to try to play defensive and make sure that Barcelona yeah. didn't get an away goal. They got the it away goal. It was basically to Chelsea. make sure Messi doesn't touch the ball, right? Yeah, and that's, that was their play. Yeah. Unfortunately, they gave up the away goal, so now they have to go score in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Which, which has been done with uh, Fernando Torres. Oh, yeah, it's been done. It's, like, it's, it's, it's been doable, done. but... But this Barca team is, is running away in the league. Oh yeah, there, there. I don't see them having any difficulty back at camp. No, no, no. They'll be fine. Not at all. So, I think that wraps up our uh, our soccer segment there. Our soccer portion. Hey, Justin, you want to come yeah. back now? Sorry, I just finished my nap. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad you woke up. So let's uh, jump over to some. Uh, it was uh, you know. Reading all the tweets from my insider friends, you know, Dregs and McKenzie and those guys, you know, my best buddies there. Anything good? No. Okay. Other well, than the fact that helpful. apparently apparently Lou wants a defenseman. We've wanted a defenseman for the entire year. Buddy, I'm just telling yeah. you that deep insider info I'm getting. All right. Well, let's look at some of the uh, trades that have happened this week. We're not going to start with the most recent. We'll work up to these ones. Justin's really itching at one of them, but <laughs> we'll get to that. I promise. We will get to that. Well, let's start. Let's start earlier in the week. Um, Nick Holden traded to the Bruins for Rob O'Gara and a third-round pick. Interesting move by them. Mrazic to the Flyers. That was a necessary move. That was a necessity move. Obviously, two Flyers but, fans at work, and they were just like, ah, whatever. Um, they needed attendee. They didn't have attendee. Like, yeah, literally, uh, both their guys got hurt. Jurebeck for to the Capitals, yeah, the defenseman. Might as well be a minor league move. Yeah. Kids are going to go right to the minors there anyway. He's not going to play. Darcy Kemper to the Coyotes, and then he signed an extension, so that could be big for him. Um, Scott Wedgwood going the other way. Tobias Reeder joining him. Frank Vitrano, who's had a great year in Boston, is now a Panther. They have a lot for him, for a guy that's a fourth-line, 13th forward guy. They have a third-round pick. That's a lot. Yeah. For a guy that probably really won't play much there. He's not going to contribute much. Um, Michael Gravner goes to the Devils in the first ever Devils Rangers trade ever. I, I, I was surprised when I read that, but he's, hey, he's just destined to go there. Isn't he such a devil? Just the way he plays. Yeah, just gets in your face. Just annoying. Like one and of they, those. The Rangers actually got a guys. decent haul for him. They got they got a decent haul for he, everyone. Igor Rykov and a second round pick. Um, 
And then the most confusing trade of life. (laughs) So in a three-team deal that ended up being four different trades, Pittsburgh Penguins picked up Derek Broussard, Vincent Dunn, not the not the good Vince Dunn defenseman. This is a completely no, is different forward. player. Just this so you know, forward. this is not the good Vince Dunn in St. Louis. Uh, the 2018 third round pick and forward Tobias Lindbergh. The Golden Knights picked up Ryan Reeves and a fourth round pick that is property of Vancouver originally. So it's Vancouver's fourth round pick this year. And the Senators picked up defenseman Ian Cole, who they're trying to flip. So they didn't even tell they him to will, come to Canada. They will flip. He will get flipped. He's, he's not. He's not even come to Canada. He's staying in the states. Uh, Philip Gustafson, who's a decent goalie prospect, so that that's apparently actually, never heard of him. But I, I have heard of him. He's him. actually a decent goalie prospect. So good for them. Isn't he the one that played in the with the Swedish team during the juniors? I don't think it was this year. I think it was last year. There's so many Gustafsons and Carlsons. Yeah. And, yeah, they're all the same yeah. last name. Uh, <laughs> the Senators <laughs> also got a 2018 first round pick and a 2019 third round pick. So that's actually a decent haul for them. Yeah, I, I don't mind that for Broussard. They're um, eating fifty percent of that contract, I think. Forty percent is being retained by the Vegas Golden Knights of the Broussard salary. Um, Vegas, Vegas is yeah. Vegas is basically paying to make sure Broussard stays in the East. That doesn't make a lot of sense, but they got a crap ton of cap room, so they can do what they That's want. That's why. But I don't really see how that makes any sense. Uh, moving up, Brandon Davidson has been shipped for the second time prior to trade deadline. Once in again, two years. that's a lot for a guy that doesn't play. Third round pick for a seventh. Defenseman. That used to be a fifth round pick, maybe a sixth, yeah. if anything. Like that, he doesn't play. He's not going to play. Where's he? Where'd he go? New Jersey? No, he's in. Uh, no. He's in Long Island. He's playing he, for he, the Islanders. He's really not going to play. If he's going to play, he's going to play maybe ten of the last twenty games. If he, if anything, ten minutes a night. That's a lot to give up for. Uh, a guy they've that's actually not been struggling on defense, so they might actually play him on the third line. Maybe, but third defensive pair. Still a lot to give up for a guy. That's I agree. Um, all right, now we're moving into the ones from today. Rick Nash is no longer a New York Ranger. He has moved to the Boston Bruins for the Bruins' first-round pick in 2018. Ryan Spooner, Matt Bolesky, defenseman Ryan Lindgren, and Lindgren, and a 2019 seventh-round pick. Just for That's, fun. I don't. I remember three or four years ago when the GMs that were trading for players had all the leverage, and you were getting like a second-round pick, and that was it. I don't. I don't know what happened. I don't know why GMs got soft all of a sudden, but these prices are through the roof. That that Nash one is huge. What do you think? Like Irfone? they're eating half of the money, but that's still crazy. Um, yeah, I think Bolesky's. I'm okay with that going away, but Ryan Spooner's had a pretty good year, so I think it's a little steep. But I guess that's. I mean, like you said, it's the market now. Well, it's unfortunate. First round pick. I'm more two. on that Lindgren. Like Lindgren's not a bad guy. Yeah, he's on no, the U.S. team. But that. that that Bruins defense, though, he's not going to crack it for a while. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Char is getting old there, bud. I know you love him, but... I think Char, Char is done soon. I don't think McQuaid's sticking around too long. And so. I'm trying to think who else they got on, on D there. Teeny tiny crew. Yeah, they're, they're probably looking at Kevin Miller potentially. There are guys anymore. that, if they show well, could outseed some guys. Yeah. yeah. Right? I oh, think for sure. There's a lot of room there. I think your only locks really to stay, like... In like in the in the extended future is Krug and and McAvoy, right? Like oh, even Brandon yeah, Carlo yeah. can be bumped around, right? He hasn't shown yeah. a ton this year, so yeah. No, I'm gonna he's skip. in a sophomore year. I think yeah. that's where they're saying they got nine defensemen now on the roster yeah. or something with when they picked up Holden, right? So there's gonna be a rotation. It's gonna be musical chairs and 
You want it? Play. Well, they they made a they made a move to send down Pasta, so I think they're down to eight defensemen now. But yeah, but they were yeah. up. Yeah, they were saying they were up at nine last night on the broadcast. Yeah. So they're it's pretty yeah. much going to rotate people until they find their six people that grab a spot. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And when they get to the playoffs, which luxury you run. have right now because the Leafs are going to start to do that too, right? The Leafs without Matthews now are going to pick and find their. 12 forwards that are going to go into the playoffs now, well, right? 11 plus Matthews. Well, yeah, but you know, like, you know, Moore and Moore is going to have a battle now to stay in the lineup. Yeah, I want to, I want to hold yeah. off on the Toronto right. one because well, I know we'll you really it in want there. to live I'm, it. Well, I'm not really livid. I just think it's all right, let's assets going to be spent elsewhere there. Okay, I think let's they, go for it. Um, first of all, you don't wear turtlenecks when you play hockey. We've been through this. <laughs> freaking bloody turtlenecks. If he wears a turtleneck under a Toronto jersey, I'm going to freaking send Lou a strongly worded email. Well, hold on. There is talk that they're trying to flip him too. That makes no sense. He actually fits. Where does he fit? If you're trying to, if you were trying to flip him, you don't give up that much because you're not going to get what you just gave up. I mean, aren't they looking for a right-handed shot in Green? Could could it be a play? Green's the top option, but I don't think on an expiring contract or even the one-year candidates has left. Like that's not something Detroit would want. He slots in on the fourth line. Like this outseats Don Moore. I love Don Moore. But Bacanitz is a better face-off guy, yeah. and he actually could provide points if he's playing with better people. Like a, sp- a change of scenery yeah. to a team that's com- like contending will actually like could spark him, right? And he could play really well with Kapanen and it's possible and whoever's on that fourth wing, right? But he's a much better face-off guy than yeah than Morris, right? And there is potential there, right? Like he is, he has had good offensive years. I just think they gave up too much. Okay, I, don't I got, mind I got a question for both of you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it to Justin first, and then I'll go to you, Irfan. Do you think this was a move that the Leafs wanted Broussard, and after he got no. moved, this was a this was no. a secondary? No, because Broussard doesn't slot in on the fourth line. They have their three centers, right? You have Bozak, you have Kadri, and you have yeah Matthews. Unless no, for some reason they were dumping Bozak, which is a possibility, right? They could dump Bozak. Because oh, yeah. he is expiring and he's not coming back. Yeah. Right. JVR, they're not going to get rid of. They're going to keep him. And I hope he stays. Right. But you could flip Bozak and Placanitz, and it could be okay. Right. Yeah. They, they, he could create chemistry with Van Riemsdyk. It's kind of hard to split Van Riemsdyk and Bozak up. Right now. Because they've been yeah. together for, you know, six, seven years, right? Like they're really good friends and so things was like maybe that. So was maybe this a precursor trade to move Bozak? Maybe. For a it opens defenseman. it up. It opens it up. Right. But the we got a whole is, other day tomorrow. Right, so. like if Mike Green comes to Toronto, then Bozak's going back for money for the rest of the year. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. Right? It's not going to be because the team wants Bozak. It's the, the Leafs are going to say, hey, you want more? But you're going to take Bozak's because they were saying the Leafs got $3 million left Yeah. to the cap for the rest of the year. So someone's got to come off. Someone's got to go. Right, because Green's at 6, six five yeah. or 6, right? So someone's got Bozak's money would even that deal out. Yeah. Right? I, you know, the second... I don't mind the Reichel. Reichel yeah. was never coming. To, was never going to play in Toronto when he really doesn't fit because this is his third or fourth team now. Yeah. Well, I don't he, like, he was he was a good AHL player for the Marlies. I don't like though. Valiev and a second because Valiev was really close. Yeah. He honestly was ready, and I know the Leafs are stacked, but he's one of those guys that could have broken through the Borgman Carrick. You know, um, trying to think, who's the other one? Like he could have broken through that Borgman Carrick, that kind of clutter, right? Um, and yeah. actually found a way on, yeah. right? You, you know, and I really wanted to see him, give him a shot, because you know he's going to go right into Montreal's lineup, hundred percent. They're going to play him, their, much. but they're going to play him the rest of the year, and people are going to announce. Like, they should. Leafs fans can't see what they could have, like, not saying it's a like a huge loss, right? Like the Leafs don't have anywhere to put him right now, but yeah. that and a second, 
That's I think a is lot. a lot. Yeah. That is a lot for a guy that has not done anything for a year and a half. Yeah. Right? That's why I was a little iffy on that. I think you trade one or the other. I agree. Right? Bond, Bo- Kyle Bond and uh, Reichler are a straight swap. I think it's Bobby Bond's grandson. Yes. It's got to be. So there, you're bringing some blood back to the yeah. Leafs organization. Ooh, but, blood. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They still need that defenseman. Right? I've been hearing rumors. Well, they want Mike Green. It's just what they got to give up. Oh, I've been hearing other rumors. They're not. Carlson's not coming here. Don't even open that can of worms. He's not going anywhere. The only team that he could go to, and it works, someone floated Vegas. No, it won't because they want to give Bobby Ryan's contract, and Tampa can't take that. Because then, like, Ryan Callahan would have to go back, and then they've still got Carlson's money. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. So if you take if you don't take Ryan's contract, then you add at least another first round pick or a top prospect onto that, right? Yeah. That's the only way you soften the blow. I know. So the only teams that have been floated out that make sense as even possibilities are Vegas and San Jose. Because they can they have they can eat Ryan's contract with ease. And San they would Jose, do it. Wow. But it makes sense, right? Like it they does. could do I it. Just, they, it just did never clicked in my it's head. It's the only one that has come up repetitively right now because Right now, they haven't budged on giving up on someone taking Ryan's contract. Yeah, and they're not going to. Right? Two more years at $7 million. Like, right now, up until, like, you know, what's the deadline? 3 o'clock? I think it's 3 o'clock, Up yeah. until, like, one thirty yeah. tomorrow, it's going to be, you take Bobby Ryan, and then they'll maybe go an hour and be like, okay, who's your? what's your best offer without Ryan? Yeah. Then teams like Tampa hop back in. You oh, know, yeah. other teams like that. Tampa, like, I don't know. Tampa's, got a, Louis, Tampa's right? got a few players that they could move, though, and... They could, but it's all got to be money, right? Like, I was lis- I was listening to the, uh, I think it was the second period between the Leafs and the Bruins game, and they were saying that, like, Ottawa wants either, uh, oh, who are the other two? I know Nemestikov was floated out there as one of the names. Braden Points got to be. Braden Point was Braden Point. And then who was yeah. the other one? There was another guy, and I can't remember who it was, but I'm like, um, they were saying Tampa. It wasn't Sergeyev. No, it was a forward. They want a forward back. Which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But I was, it was Nemestikov that got uh, floated around last night. Yeah. Well, that was the third yeah. guy. There was two other forwards before that. But I'm like, if I'm Ottawa, picking up Nemestikov and whatever else, it's not a bad... You don't win this trade. You don't win the That's trade. The problem. But you this get, is a, this if you is can a... get Nemestikov and maybe another prospect, like good prospect, and then whatever else that you, you can get from Tampa. This is a draft day terrible. deal. It's not that not good. But this is like terrible. a draft day deal where you, you know, float. this is totally hypothetical. I've literally just made this up three seconds ago. Edmonton has the first pick. <laughs> okay. Something like that. <laughs> or first or second. Really? Carlson, Edmonton? No. You wait until that pick gets, and you know, then let's say whoever's got Dolan's pick. Yeah. You switch that for Carlson and some extra stuff to a team that Carlson's interested in resigning in. Yeah. You trade Carlson and boom, Dolan's right in. That's the kind of trade I think honestly gets made. Is a team like Edmonton, if they get the first pick, yeah, and that's what a Dolan, lot of people Dolan to Carlson, they much rather take Carlson and swap Dolan and some extra change, right? Oh, yeah. And that's what a lot of people are saying is that their best bet right now is to trades like this is are, to listen right now and wait till right. Unless this is a trade where you're dumping the guy because you both are sick and tired of each other, this is not a trade that you ever get a fair return on. And Ottawa is not sick and tired of Carlson. Carlson might be sick and tired of Ottawa. Well, Ottawa's no, getting Carlson to it. He's been junk this year. I don't think it, so. It, no, I don't think he loves it. I don't think I don't think he loves it as much anymore because Eugene's a t- like. He... Oh yeah. Thank you oh, for yeah, Eugene's a stone's throw away from being a complete psychopath. He's Donald Trump uh, Jr. He's, wasting, he's screwing up the Sens right now. Took over CEO. It it's not going well. And honestly, the Sens had a decent 
team I thought going into the season, I didn't think they were going to be this bad. Not good, not great, decent. I didn't think they were going to be this bad. At least the wild card was wild card is what we Wild thought. card was a possibility. Yeah, but... But, no. They they ran themselves into the ground this year. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't think Carlson was healthy to begin with, and I think that really oh, God, no. dampened everything. God, no, he was not healthy, unfortunately. How much do they miss Mark Mathot? A lot. Oh, 100%. Oh, I went to uh, the Boston Sens game, and they needed someone to shut down players. Right? Like they couldn't keep up. No. I'll give you that right there. You can take minus 10 off of Carlson's stats right there. Oh, easily. Oh, yeah. I mean, Finnis looked like a, a pylon, basically. Well, he is. He might as well good for, good for them might to as well put him on the flyers, and he matches jerseys, matches his skills. I'm still, I'm exactly. still waiting for him to go to Edmonton for that. He's Be the pylon over there with some blue there. on the top. He would not do that. No, he he's doesn't have the balls to go to Edmonton. No, I'm just saying because of the orange. Well, I know they put him in Philly. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be one or the other. He's yeah, got to end up there eventually. He can be a Broad Street bully. You know, Dion can run around, poke people after the whistles all he wants. So they're never winning anytime soon. So, all right. Uh, there was also three other trades today. I want to just quickly go through them. Uh, Edmonton Oilers traded Mark Letestu to the Nashville Predators for Pontus Auberg, who had a decent playoff. That run was last two year. trades, but it's really one trade. Well, no, I know, but I'm saying because he got flipped again. Yeah, because then Letestu then got traded to the Blue Jackets for a fourth round pick. Back to Columbus. Like, he was there for years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, he didn't go back. Yeah. Yeah, I got what you're saying now. Um, So, the Oilers get Pontus Auberg, who had a decent playoff run last year. He actually looked good in the playoffs. So, that that could be a decent piece going forward for them. Not necessarily this year, because this year they've kind of all over. And then the Predators were also in a uh, third deal today, trading with the San Jose Sharks. They they picked up Brandon Bolig and goaltender Troy Grosinick for a sixth-round pick. Brandon Bullock's still kicking. Jeez. Apparently. I didn't know that either, though. So I thought he was done after Calgary last year. I thought, he, before. Was, I thought he was done, period. So <laughs> this, You know what this could be? That could be a contract clearer. They're for the, San Jose. They, yeah. Well, for Nashville. You said it was Nashville that made another Nashville trade? picked up Bullock. Oh, that doesn't make sense. I think they'd be clearing and a contract goalie. space. Cause I think, they're I think the, they wanted the goalie. I think they're the only... Well, why? They don't need him. No, gross, Nick. He's a prospect. I think they. I, I think they want because he's a great. decent prospect. You already have your goalie of the future. I know, but you need a backup. You can find those guys at Loblaws around the corner. They're everywhere. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> like, I thought you know they're the only ones where Patch Ready fits. Saw a report this morning that he officially said he wants out. I even though we've known that two or three days. He's ago, the only. So. He's a perfect fit in Nashville. Yeah, perfect. And well, let's get tra- into some of the uh, the trade bait. TSN's trade list has now changed. Carlson is number one. It's not going anywhere. That's not that trade will not happen. Uh, McDonough is sitting number two. That will not happen yeah. either. And Mike Green is number three. So three defensemen on the top of the list. Those are so hard to trade because they still have a year on them. That's the problem. The first uh, two guys. Green does the first not. Two Green's guys. a UFA. The first two guys. Yeah. Right. Because then it's that whole balancing act. If someone's like at this time of the year, if you're contending, you don't have cap space. Ninety-five percent of the time. So a contract has to go back, and then working out who what that equates to in prospect return and balancing out, well, I'm taking your contract, so I get an extra player. Like, Oh, yeah. That's stuff that's way too hard to do nowadays. Like, oh, do yeah. It this time yeah. of the year. That's why I don't know how Pittsburgh oh, yeah. does it every year. I don't know how Jim Weatherford sits there. and they prob- These guys have like 12 and have 1250 left on the cap, like $12 left. I got, yeah. like, that's all. I don't understand where these guys get it from every year, but they figure it out. Their cap guys should By win the way, an award. Pittsburgh's centers are looking a little dangerous again. 
dangerous. Gino is a freaking monster right now. Yeah, you have Crosby, Gino, and Broussard as your top three centers. Yeah, Gino's on fire right now. It's unbelievable. Oy, I'm glad we're there in the other side of the conference. Um, moving down the list, you got Evander Kane, Patrick Maroon, both po- both probably moving in my opinion. Well, Kane sick, might be different. They've sat Kane out now. I think they pretty much they've come to agreement that it's not worth him playing. Yeah. So Maroon is also a possibility to go to Boston. I don't see him fitting there. Well, he's just because. Slow. But think about it. They just lost Spooner, right? So, but they're he's like they're they've picked up the pace over the last two years, and they don't want to put a brick on the ice. I know. That's the problem, though. He I'm can't stay. Uh, Zach Ollie. Smith is also sitting in there. Matt Zuccarello, Mike Hoffman, who I don't think is going anywhere. Uh, Jack Johnson and Thomas Vanek round out the top 10 on the trade bait list. Uh, some other interesting names. Spooner is actually back on the list. He's sitting at 18 after yeah. just being traded. They're pulling names. Ian Cole is on the list, obviously. Uh, Pacioretty sitting at 14th. I think he should be higher because I think he's going. Um Joel Ward has made the list somehow. I don't know why. Well, because they asked him for his list of teams. <laughs> okay. He's a good pickup, man. I know. I just don't think he's going anywhere. But that's that's one where you just say, hey, I want Joel for a fourth. Uh, okay. Like, that's a 10-minute trade. Like, that's – if that trade happens, it's happening at, like, 350. Like, that's that last-minute trade that comes in because it's just yeah. – what do you want? We want a third. E- okay. E20%. Okay, done. Like, it's – Yeah. That's one of those trades. Levo's still on the list. Uh, he could possibly go. I don't think he does. No, at this point, if the Leafs have held on to him this long, then he's going to ride pine for the rest of the year as an emergency forward in case there's some injuries. Yeah, and he's a good emergency forward in my opinion. I don't I don't really see any other surprises on this list. There's, I really don't. There's not. Like, it's... You can only, like, think of so many trades, right? Like, we're at the point of the year where money is... Just, dude, there's too much money out there. Yeah. Right? You just can't come to an agreement... You know, it's easier this year. You're seeing more money move this year because you got like six teams in the East that know they're in. Well, not well. You got three for sure, and you got three that you can pick. Probably two out of the three in the Metro that are going to make it for sure. Probably Pittsburgh and Washington are going to be there. I w- Pittsburgh's I, in. I would like to say that, but Pittsburgh's below Philly. Pittsburgh's in. They're on. They will. They will get in. I hope so because they're right. But you know, Tampa, Tampa, Boston, Toronto know they're in. Yeah, well, we've so they, known that for a while. So they can screw around with their lineup for two weeks here and still be fine. Well, they, like the Leafs could, theoretically, honestly, the Leafs could probably lose out and still come down to the final day. Like, they're 23 or 24 points clear of Florida, which is all they need to worry about is 21. Florida. 21 points clear of Florida. I'm just trying to help. Right. Don't, don't look at me like that. No, I'm just saying, like, they could lose, like, 80% of their games and still probably make the playoffs yeah. by Boston has points. Boston has five games in hand on the Leafs. The Leafs are currently one point up. Florida's way back, as we said, 21 points behind the Leafs, 20 behind Boston. The Bruins, yeah. Yeah. How's, how are you doing there, Bruins fan? Um, yeah, I'm surprised they're even in a playoff spot, to be very honest with you. Why? It wasn't, it wasn't predicted, I don't think, at all. I mean, after last year's first round exit, I, I thought they'd be middle of the pack, but hey, they're playing well. Everyone's finding think, their ice. I think they've surprised a little bit this year. I think that's a fair assessment, but the rest of the division has just been terrible. Yeah. They ate each other up. Now, granted, Florida's been hurt all year. Yeah, so they're the one team that could. They haven't been healthy. Uh, Ottawa, 
underperformed. Montreal's underperformed. Detroit, in my opinion, has overperformed, but they're just not a good team. Yeah, they're even. They're kind of just doing whatever, doing their thing. They're just kind of middling in the middle. Buffalo. Buffalo's Buffalo. uh, Buffalo's Buffalo. They are the epitome of tire fire. They are just (laughs) struggling. They don't know what to do there. And then you go to the West, and the West is the West. It's always going to be competitive. Like I said last week, let's see if uh, Shevel Dayoff actually, like, yeah. Comes comes to comes to work on Monday because he hasn't for the last three years. It's true. It is true. He he's got to kick tires on everybody. Oh, he's got. He has to make. If he, this guy doesn't make a trade, it's literally what do they pay you for? Like you, do, he doesn't do anything. Carlson for Truba. <laughs> go for a walk. Just, Justin wants to hit me now. Go for a walk. <laughs> I, I, that's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. There's two no. bats on the table. Don't make me use one. No, I know. I'm just saying. Um. Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting day tomorrow. I want to see I want one big trade that just surprises everybody and screws everything up, but I don't think it's going to happen. Well, there's got to be some stuff to happen. I don't want to listen to Duthie wine for 6 hours. Oh, you get, you get to. I don't. Hey guys, don't stop making trades before the day is all about me. Come on. Like every year now. It's just complaining. Well, the problem is nothing's happening because teams are realizing, "Hmm, why don't I just make a trade 2 weeks earlier so I can see this player earlier?" Yeah. He can help a team faster. Like, why do oh, I have I to wait? I know. Every year he's like, oh, stop making trades. And they're like, dude, dude. No, one, no, one, no one cares. Um, Let's look at the – I want to look at the playoff picture going forward. As I know we talked a lot about the East. We got Washington, Philly, Pittsburgh in the Metropolitan playoff spots, Tampa, Toronto, Boston in the Atlantic. Then you got one, two, three, four, five teams separated by ten points going for the bottom two wildcard spots. Florida has games in hand on all of them. So Florida, realistically, they have three games in hand on Columbus, who's sitting in that second wild card spot. They're the dark horse for McDonough. Florida? Yeah. have been floated yeah. multiple times oh, yeah. with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that w- I think he would fit well, too. He would yeah, if, he can, if, if, if he can get Ekblad going. Yeah. But that's what I mean. I think right. he fits well in that system, even with Ekblad, as long as... But if they don't mesh, then they don't mesh. Florida comes story. down to... How healthy is Bobby Lou, and can he turn it on? Right, and you know like what? How, how does this? How does this kind of like? Can they rally around the stuff that's happened in Florida? Because we, you saw Luongo's like pregame speech. Like, you know, it's that was that was hard little, to listen to. Well, it's you and know, it was a great there's, speech. There's some intensity in there, right? So let's see if this will pick him up, or if it kind of, you know, it dra- drags him down, right? Well, Luongo's played great this year, in my opinion. He for, wasn't great last. Him. Like the, la- the highlights I saw the last couple games, he struggled a bit. Now he's Oof. also come back and is. Pretty much played every game, but like there's gonna come down to Reimer's him. hurt now. So. Well, it's gonna come down to him, right? Like he's gotta he's gotta carry them yeah. into the playoffs. And to be honest, both him and James Reimer have played well this year. The team has not been scoring, which kind of puts them at a disadvantage because they haven't been healthy. Yeah. So now that they're healthy, it'll be a totally different game, and they need to go forward and do something, and they will. So, um, if they make the playoffs, great for them. I hope they do. Don't think it they will just because that Metro. Is yeah, but the Metro's gonna eat each other up. That's the problem, though. I know. So it it is a toss up. They are. I think they're the dark horse for the wild card and dark horse for McDonough right now. I don't even know if they're dark horse. They're probably the leading candidates because I really haven't heard anyone else like really out there, right? Yeah. Right. That has money to take on McDonough without like you know breaking the bank the other way. Yeah. Let's move over to the West though, because I think the Western playoff spots are going to be more interesting and more hotly contested. They always are. Um, in the central, you got Nashville, Winnipeg, and Minnesota currently occupying the three playoff spots. 
10 points separate Nashville and Minnesota, though, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, and then the Pacific, Vegas being the, you know, second best team in the league because we all called that. If you called that. Good for you. I I wouldn't even be like, you just said you just said that to piss people off, probably. And you were right. Like, literally, you like, zero credit to that dude because he just said it out of his ass. Like, there was no, like... No forethought. There was real. No there was no real belief in that. He just said, "Huh, they're going to the conference final," like <laughs> just to be that guy to piss his friends off. Like literally, had zero belief in what he said. Oh yeah. Like there was no one that actually said they're going to the conference final. Are you serious? You see my face? Like no one like that. Like yeah. if you said it, it was to piss people off. So no credit to you. You got lucky. And the crazy thing is, they have a twelve-point lead in their division over San Jose, who sits in second, with a game and in a, hand. Yeah. They're just coasting. <laughs> Like, Houston, man. what? <laughs> Good for them. Um, going through that Pacific Division, though, Calgary is in third, one point behind San Jose. And then the wild card. You have five teams separated by five points. Anything can happen. And guess who is still in the playoff picture? And they're hanging on. Not for long. And I'm so happy. Just because I don't think they're making the playoffs, but I'm just happy that they're there. <laughs> Not for long. They're, they're better than Chicago. They are better than Chicago. That. They're better than all that. the four teams below them right now by far. Do you think Calgary trades for a goalie? I was just thinking about that because Smith's Who? on IR. I don't know how long. That's Who? what I'm saying. Like, they're not guaranteed anything right now, and they got Gillies right now. Like, I don't know what Smith's projected length of. I know that they, they were listening to the highlights and said he's on IR. Let me check. Right, I'll like Morazic would have been a decent stopgap if Smith was hurt a week earlier, but. Do they leave it on Gillies if Smith's out for multiple weeks? Or do they go try and grab someone like, and you're talking about Colorado, like Varlamov or something? I don't think they go Varlamov. This, I'm just Bernier trying to think of names. I can see, I can yeah. see Riley. Maybe Bernier actually would be more likely. Bernier, Bernier would or, be more uh, likely. But. If you look at the Sabres and where they're at, maybe Leonard. I'm just thinking because I don't know how long Smith is yeah. out. It's weird. On the Flames site, they don't have... Mike Smith listed as on IR. Well, I think they, I heard him say on the highlights he hit IR. So maybe the TSN people He went on wrong. yesterday. Yeah, so maybe. No, he went on yesterday. I'm surprised that there, it's not there then. So I don't know how long he's out because I'm pretty sure it's a lower body, so. LBI? Yeah, so that could be, you know, that's usually at least a week, week and a half, especially if you're a goalie. So. Yeah. I'm... That'd be interesting. Gillies played well, though, yesterday. Got them the win. Well, he gave up that goal from center ice, but he got away with it. Yeah. Well, they had nothing else the rest of the game. They won 5-1. Wow. Still. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how confident they are in him. Like, I'm not saying he's bad, but... Yeah. Like, do they have the confidence in him to, like, ride, of course, or, ride of or die course. with him, right? Of course. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's an interesting idea. I mean, who would, other than the uh, good old Colorado Avalanche, who else has a goalie that they can give up? That well, would be I worth know. picking up. Is like Anaheim in a playoff spot right now? They're just yeah, second off. Yeah, they're like, just there's yeah. Ryan Miller, but the problem is Gibson gets hurt all the time, so I don't think they d- yeah. they would dump Miller. Um, Dell maybe too much because they're gonna ask too yeah, much. They're for gonna him, ask for a lot. That's not like a feasible thing. If anything, it's someone like Vegas. You know, they've they've got they've got three goalies. I there. don't see them. I think they keep that. I'm thinking someone like, um, you know, thinking in the Atlantic. You know, you. Ottawa could dump one of their goalies. 
Yeah, or Buffalo with Robin Leonard. You know, you could dump Condon for like a fifth or fourth, and yeah. you know he plays a game or two here or there. Just yeah, just so you have someone you could see. I'm trying to think of some of the other weaker teams, and you know Carolina could maybe dump, maybe Cam Ward if they eat the money. Yeah, maybe he's running out of time. Jordan Stahl with the bad news today, so he's out. He's not going to play the rest of the season probably. Yeah. Um. um you know, there's a couple of teams that have like a backup or someone they could toss out there. Yeah, the West. You mean Winnipeg? They have. Who did they pick from the off season that was supposed to push Hellebuck and then? Didn't? Well, Mason. I haven't even heard of Steve Mason. Like I don't see them because Hutchison played last night, so I think they've kind of put Mason on the fake IR and said, "Yeah, see ya." So that he could be. Available. But that's money. Like that's a term money and term. I think they want someone yeah. either a backup or someone expiring where they can just be like, "You're here yeah. for the rest of the year." Yeah, it's possible. Um, right. Other options, maybe Talbot. No. Cam Talbot? Yeah, but Edmonton doesn't. But they've been they've been off the whole year. They just signed him to a huge extension. Like he's yeah. not going to no, go I to be a about backup, the extension. Right? No, I forgot about the extension. You're and right. to send him to Calgary, like that's not going to happen. I forgot about the extension. <sighs> yeah. So. No, but like Brassois, maybe they could throw Brassois over there. You know, I they're I don't think they really want to trade cross. Toronto Montreal is a little different this year, like the the idea of it. But I think yeah. it's a, I th- honestly think it's a harder sell Calgary Edmonton than Toronto yeah. at Montreal is a little bit a little bit closer right and the fact that what like the f- two or the three of the last like Leafs trades have been Ottawa and Montreal think of that like t- legitimate trades with any sort of players in them the yeah. Penuf trade and the Placanids trade right in between that there was like Shoshnikov like that doesn't really count Shosh good old Shoshnikov so yeah well it'll be interesting going forward I think tomorrow's gonna be fun hopefully maybe nothing you never know Knowing nowadays is probably nothing. Well, I think you're gonna see. You're gonna see Tampa pick someone up. Don't yeah. Be, don't be surprised if at the oh, last yeah. minute Ian Cole just goes to Tampa for depth. I, that would probably be a smart move. That could but... just be a, you throw someone back at Ottawa, right? Like that's not gonna cost too much. No. He could go. He could go to Vegas. I'm kind of surprised he didn't go to Vegas as part of that trade. Right. Green will move because Detroit will just be like, we got to get someone for him. Yeah. Um. You know, you'll probably see Maroon move. I, where, I don't know. I don't think he really fits on too many teams unless... Boston's really kicking tires with him, so I wouldn't, wow. be, su- I wouldn't I, be surprised I if he ends he up fits. there. I could, yeah, there's a, there's a few guys that are probably good to go. Yeah. Um, but then there's a lot of guys that are going to have to... Like, if, if Patch, Patch already goes, Hoffman could go, and so could... Uh, I'm trying to think who's the other... Kane could go, too. I'm not even 100% locked on Kane going. Kane could be this year's guy that... Was supposed to be traded all year, but Buffalo never budges on the price, and he doesn't go. So you mean Duchesne? But that's different because he's a way better player and has term, right? He had more years. Like, I know. But I'm just saying. They've I'm been just, floating the price on Kane for months. That's who it was last year. They've been floating the price on Kane for months, and it hasn't t- like moved at all, and he hasn't played very well. I know. Right? So Buffalo could be dumb, come 259, have nothing, and no one's calling them, and then 3 o'clock hits, and they're like, Goody, we have Kane still. Right? Like, he should have been gone already. They should have just parted ways and grabbed what they could and left. Like, he should have been gone a while ago, but whatever. So, um, I think that'll do it. Do you have anything else you want to say, Justin? No. Well, yeah, so let's Uh-oh. give our, um, our post Olympic free agent update because, like, three guys have already signed. Yes. Three Kelly guys just signed. Good, good point. I just saw an update. Chris Kelly just signed in in Anaheim. Good for him. Golubev signed today in Calgary. Yeah. Um, Gianta signed in Boston. Boston. 
and uh, who else? They keep raving about this Matt Robinson guy, but I think he's signed to a contract overseas. Gillum is practicing with the Providence team. I don't know if that. Yeah, really well, he's been doing that. He's been practicing for a couple of weeks now. Um, I'm trying to think of some other guys that could come back. Yeah, I don't know. All right, but there's a couple Canadian guys. Uh, on the Tolvanen, three. I haven't heard anything whether or not Nashville's going to bring him over. Yeah, possible. I don't know about that. There hasn't been any updates on that. It is possible, though. So They just have to put him on the roster by tomorrow. He doesn't have to arrive. Yeah, But, I mean, actually, bring they, he'll, he, if they put him on the roster, he's coming over. Is what he'll come if they don't get Pacioretty. Yeah. Right, if by 2 o'clock they know Pacioretty, they're really not close on Pacioretty, then they'll bring they'll Tolvanen make, over. They'll make the move to say he's coming over, and then he'll be here by the weekend. Maybe. He's got to come over from from Finland to the U.S. Like, that's, that's a lot of customs to clear. Um, right, like Broussard's not even in Pittsburgh yet. Like yeah. he's not; he's way delayed, right? And that's just going Canada, U.S. Like that should be a pretty smooth one, right? But yeah. Um, can I just say I just read this on the NHL.com? Uh, Parkland school that just had the shooting won the hockey state title, so good for them. After everything that's gone down there, and all the news reporters that have been going around that school. Those boys came together and won the state title. Good for them. Yep. Erfon, uh, you got anything else you want to add? No, man. I'm just happy to be on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, hey, man. Thank you for coming on. We really do appreciate it. Glad to have another soccer analyst to go along with uh, my old teammates. I know, Justin, you got really bored of that. but it's, it's what happened when I did the UFC stuff, so it's give and take. Yeah. I tried. Be, I tried. I'll, I'll be pulling UFC back up soon, so get ready for that one. I really tried. We should do a UFC soccer one, so that <laughs> half the show you talk, half the show I talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, thank you, Irfan, for joining us. We Thanks, will man. definitely have you back on soon. And oh, as boy. always, for Justin Rapier, my name is Nick McVicker, and we will see you next time. Deuces. Deuces.